How's everybody doing? Hey, you know, you might have guessed we're going to do, have communion this morning. I love communion services and um, I love being together. Isn't, God's already done such great things. We could say amen and go home. But let's, oh, was that somebody cueing me? <laughs> Praise the Lord. He's got more to do too. You know, and I was just sitting there, um, I guess it was during worship, but some scripture just came to me that I just wanted to share. It was in John 10.10. 10. And how many know John 10.10? 10? You know, what's the classic verse in John or John 10? <laughs> I gave it away. John 10.10, 10, yeah. It says, the, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But he said, but I came to give you life and that you'd have it and have it more abundantly. Are you thankful for life today? And, you know, we know here in this church, we know this, that it isn't just any kind of life that he came to give us, but he came to give us the very life of God. How many think that makes a difference? I'm telling you, we are changed people here. Do you know that? We're not just going through motions. We're not just coming together to church and doing a proper thing, you know, dressing up, wearing whatever. God's changed our lives. He put his very own life into us. Okay, here's what I want to say to you. A couple things. Never belittle that. Okay? The life in you is far greater than any death that's in the world. Do you hear me? Let me say this. Healing works way better than sickness. Healing is more powerful than sickness. What else? Let me say this. God's power to keep you is way greater than the devil's power to come and grab you and jump out at you, pull you into something, get you demonized or something. I'm telling you what, his power to keep you is greater. So I'm telling you, you don't have to fear. Let's say it again. You know, we live in a crazy world right now. But I'm, I'm going to give you all these little things here. You're equipped to live in this world. Do you hear me? You're equipped for this day, for this time, with all the craziness that's going on out there. The greater one is in you. The greater one is in you. This is the scripture. See if I can find it. John 10. I'll just read 27 first. It says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. So there, that's amazing. How many sheep do we have here? Say, bah. You hear the voice of God. Don't get weird. It isn't weird to hear the voice of God. Even as a baby Christian, God would speak to me, and I knew it was him. He just said things that I never heard before, you know? Like your love, Paul. I mean, I guess I heard it from my parents, but I didn't receive it. But God told me he loved me. Isn't that an amazing thing? I was thinking about, you know, when I, I, I was watching Franklin up there, Franklin Graham. Boy, he's looking more like his dad. What's going on here? But I, I remember, how would you like to have Billy Graham for your dad? There'd be good and there'd be some challenges with it as well. You know, Franklin, how do you fill the shoes of, of a guy like Billy? 
but I remember I was watching a clip. Man, it wasn't that long ago. It was probably one of them good things on Facebook, you know. There are a few things out there that are good. And it was a clip from Billy Graham's funeral. And one of his daughters, I forget which one it was, it was Gigi or Ann or somebody, got up and shared. And they just said that, you know, they'd went through a time in life that they had done all these, you know, they just made some bad choices. And the regret was she was facing was coming home because her dad was Billy Graham. What do I say to my dad? He's Billy Graham. What's he going to do because I've made these wrong choices? And she said, I finally came home. And Billy just ran up and hugged her and said, welcome home. That's a picture of God. All right, I'm going to get to the verse I had. Oh, my phone went off. There it is. And Jesus said this, he says, and I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. And here's what came to me. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. God's power to keep you is greater than the devil's power to pull you away. Man, take a deep breath. You're okay. You're okay. God has you. He's got his hand upon you. Trust him. Wasn't that a word that came today? T-R-U-S-T. Is that how it goes? I'm amazed at people that can just spell on the spur of the moment and do math like, like Gary's figure in percentages. I'm thinking, what is 1% of 417? Huh? It's a little over four. <laughs> Somebody's pregnant. I know, anyway, well, they're, they're whole, though. Anyway. <laughs> I'm just going to see if there's anything else here. My father, which gave them me, is greater than all. Isn't that good? And no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. Wow. Anyway, just some Jesus words. Praise the Lord. So where are we going this morning? I'm, I'm going to keep conscious. Well, no, I'm not. Um, I was going to look for a clock time, but anyway, I won't go too long. Anybody got roast in the oven? Good. Oh, we're safe. All right. Father, I just thank you for this time. Thank you for everything that's happened so far today. I'm just, just amazed at your goodness and your glory. Thank you for healing power. Thank you for delivering power. Thank you for your love being poured out. I thank you that we're sealed and we're kept and we're held by you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll see how far I go on this. Ephesians 3, verse 14, is a prayer that the Apostle Paul prayed for the churches in Ephesus. But I will tell you this, that if there's ever a time this prayer is relevant, it is today, the day that we live. I'm telling you, he prayed these things by the Spirit of God, and they're, they're valid today in your life, in my life. I, I, sometimes you don't know how to pray for people. I've done this over the years. I'll take this, this scripture and I'll, I'll pray it to God. Sometimes I pray it for myself and sometimes I put other people's names in it, you know. Uh, I remember a woman came to me once in the early years of the church and said, you know, my husband just doesn't want to go to church with me. I said, well, don't nag him. Do you hear me? I said, don't nag him. Did anybody ever get anywhere nagging people? No, it doesn't help. But I said, just go with, without even saying a word, just you and God, you pray this and put his name in there. 
and she was praying. And, and you know what? He started coming to church. He, was, he, he ended up being a, they moved out of state. I hate that when that happens, but sometimes it does when we bless them. But you know, he was a valid, strong leader in the church for years. Um, God hears you when you pray. Sometimes people don't know how to pray. This is one way. Say one way. One way, one way you can do it. Anyway, Ephesians 3.14, he says, This reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his Spirit in the inner man. Can anybody use any strength in this life? I don't care what you're going through today. You and I, we need the strength of God. This is what Paul prayed for people. He says, I pray that you'd have this strength working in you, that it would be evident that you'd tap into this flow of grace, that you'd jump in and ride the wave, you know, that, that God has for you, that this, this wave of strength. That Christ, I'm reading on, it says, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the width and length and depth and height. And to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you might be filled with the fullness of God. And then he says, now to him who's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Does anybody know you got power working in you? I like that. I was just, I'm reading this. I'm thinking these are all things God's been telling us this morning already. Have an expectancy, you know? Tapping into that, that, that place of expectancy that God wants us to live, expectant that he's going to move. I remember we had a, we're, this is back when we were in Minneapolis. We were the associate pastors of a church there, and we are going to have this, this meeting coming up. You know, we talked about it for weeks, maybe a month or something about, you know, God is going to move. And I remember Dana, she's, you know, Dana can be sneaky. That's my wife. And she ran around the church in all these unsuspecting places you know, people would open a lid and there it would say, expect, expect, expect. You're in the bathroom, expect. <laughs> anyway, there's power. Just having your expectancy in him. That he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. To him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations Forever and ever, amen. In Ephesians 3.16 in the Amplified Bible, it says, May he grant you out of the rich treasury of his glory to be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power. Say mighty power. power. And, and where is this mighty power? He says it's in your inner man. In your inner man. Inner man. Do you know you got an inner, inner man? Inner man by the Holy Spirit himself indwelling your innermost being and personality. So the strength that I'm talking about this morning, the strength that comes from God, it comes from the inside out. Do you know that most often when God does things, he does things from the inside out? You know, and I think sometimes that's where people miss it is because they're looking at things from the outside and not realizing they're, they're jam-packed on the inside and they need to tap into it because that's where the river flows from. Again, you got an inward man and you've got an outward man. We're very familiar with this outward man. We feed him, you know, every day and we brush our hair, have hair, whatever you do, whatever. You know, you put on clothes every day, you dress him up. But the real you is the person, ha, 
The real you is the person on the inside. On the inside. You hearing me today? That's where we need to live life from. Live your life from the inside out. How long have I been saying that? 40 years. Anyway, 2 Corinthians 4.16. It says this. Therefore, we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing. Yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. Anybody getting older in here? <laughs> Anybody's person on the outside getting older? <laughs> you guys listen good. You're so good. You're all tuned into the end man. Yeah. This guy out here is getting older. I've, I, I notice it. You know, I try. I don't pay a whole lot of attention to him. You know, I personally, I, I'm not telling you what to do, but I, I try not to listen to this guy as much as I'm listening to the guy on the inside. Okay? You choose. All right? But I'm listening to this guy on the inside of me. You know, sometimes somebody will ask me how I am. I, I, I look at Dana and I said, how am I? <laughs> I forget. Yeah, anyway, I'm good. Yeah, praise the Lord. I'm doing well. Uh, I'm being renewed day by day. The man on the inside of me is being renewed. See, it's who you are on the inside that counts. Knowing how to tap into the real you is what will put you over in this life. A couple verses. Only a couple. I do have a clock, even though they took the one away on the wall. It's all right. I don't mind that. You know, we, in the last building we used to lease... I, I didn't ever tell anybody this except Dana noticed that I took away all the clocks in the room because I got tired of people looking at the clock. <laughs> it's a bit of a flesh burner, but, you know, it's, it's all right. It's good to burn your flesh. All right, let me read you a couple verses. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know where I'm going to go with this, Pastor Stephen. But I know what. When I come to a point where I'm done, I'm going to have you come up and clean it up. <laughs> Just listen to this. Let this impact you. Proverbs 18, 14. Message Bible. Yep. It says, a healthy spirit conquers adversity. But what, what can you do when the spirit's crushed? This is Old Testament, folks. Even in the Old Testament, there is a realization that the real power is on the inside. Now, you live in the New Covenant. You don't live in the Old Covenant. Did you hear me today? You live in the New Covenant. There is an Old Covenant, and there's things we can learn from it. But I'm telling you what, you live in the New. And the Bible says we live in the better covenant. In the Old Covenant, they didn't get born again. You know that stuff I talked about that Jesus said about getting life in you from heaven? Didn't happen in the Old Testament. Okay? I mean, they wanted it to, but there was, there was things that had to happen. God's a God of order. I heard a guy that went to heaven one time. This was 20 years ago. He was preaching and was sitting in the meeting. And he said, you are going to be amazed when you get to heaven at how much order there is. And my wife, if you know Dana, she's a person that likes order. She just said, amen, yeah. God's a God of order. 
But he had to do, th there's things that had to happen, things that had to take place and come to pass. And we live in this day that the prophets of old looked at and said, this is the day the Lord has made. We're going to rejoice in it. They weren't rejoicing because it was Friday. You know, thank God it's Friday, whatever. You know, people have that mindset. I, I get it. It's a happy day. I, every day is a happy day. But they were looking to a day that you and I have the privilege of living in where we, get, we, we call on the, the name of the Lord and we get born again. We get radically changed from the inside out. We, we, we become this person that, that wasn't there before. We're new. We're brand new. You know, and Paul praying for those people at Ephesus, he said this, man, I, I just pray they'd tap into the strength that's on the inside of them. I pray they'd realize you know, I, I heard another guy say this recently, too. He says, people ask for revival all the time. He says, it's always here. Choose it. Step into it. A lot of things we pray for, we already have. We already have it. Like Paul prayed this. He prayed this in the first chapter. He says, Lord, open their eyes. Help them to see what they have. He's talking about like you and me. Open our eyes. Help us to see what's ours. Help us to see the strength that's on the inside of us. This may be as far as I go today. Philippians 2, 12 and 13. It's, it, Paul said this. He said, therefore, my beloved. He's talking to you. As you've always obeyed, not in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Did you ever read that verse and get troubled? Work out my own salvation. I thought it was a free gift. Why do I got to work it out? Here's the thing. There's, there's the thing about being born again. But then there's a daily choice we make to allow what's on the inside of us to work its way to the outside. Do you hear me? What you got in you, man, you've got everything you need. I tell you, you're as righteous as you're ever going to be. You're not going to get more righteous when you go to heaven. You're already righteous before God. Your ability to walk before his presence without any sense of guilt or shame, it's already been done. But I'm telling you this, we've got this flesh to contend with. We've got minds that sometimes don't think the right thoughts. And Paul said, work out your salvation. You know, and I, the, the best way I know how to explain it is like, like a tube of toothpaste, okay? Does anybody ever use a tube of toothpaste? Isn't that the big marital question when people get more born again? He says, are you a middle squeezer or an end roller? You know, that could make or break a marriage, I guess. Anyway, maybe you can get a pump that'll just work no matter what. But in any case, you buy a tube of toothpaste, and in that tube of toothpaste are things they say will keep your teeth shiny and bright, even fight cavities. Even some of them say they'll, they, they fight gum disease. I, I hope that works. But you can go buy that tube of toothpaste, the best kind they got, you know. You can have it sit in your drawer. It's true you have it. But how is it going to do you any good? You got to work it out. You got to work it out. You got salvation in you. You got God living in you. You've got everything you need to rise up and conquer in this life. You've got to work it out. That's what Paul told these people. He says, you've got to work it out. So let me, get, let me read, finish. This is the whole verse I wanted to read. Verse 13, it says, For it's God who works in you 
both to will and do for his good pleasure. It's God who works in you. Say, he's working in me. Say, I got strength on the inside of me. I'm purposing. I'm choosing to walk in that. To live and live that. Got to be careful when you're repeating things I say. I got to make sure I'm saying the right thing. Two more verses, and then Pastor Stephen, I'm have you come up. Proverbs or Psalms 29:11. It says this: The Lord will give you strength. The Lord will give strength to His people. The Lord will bless His people with peace. God's not holding back strength. There's enough strength for you today for this day that you're walking through. It's in you. Lord, help us to tap in and use what you've given us. Isaiah 27, verse 5, it says, Or let him take hold of my strength, that he may, he may make peace with me, and he shall make peace with me. What struck me is, take hold of my strength. That's what God's saying today. Take hold of God's strength. God's strength. God's strength. Praise the Lord. Pastor Stephen, come on up. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Pastor. Good word, huh? Hey, uh, anytime we're in a room like this and there's people online, um, I don't know all of you. I don't know all of you. Um, I think it's important to talk about what Jesus did for us. You know, and I mean, of course, we just did that for how, how long, you know. Um, but we talk about things like being born again. And, and I remember like, born again? What? You know, there's this dude in scripture named Nicodemus. Can y'all say Nicodemus? Pastor Paul calls him Nick at night because he, he came to Jesus at night, you see, Nick at night. Um, but anyways, this dude, he's like, hey, what do, I, how do I, what do I do to inherit life? And Jesus says, you must be born again. And he's like, how's that going to work? He like goes super literal with it. He's like, am I supposed to like climb back? Jesus like, no, <laughs> no, Nicodemus, that's not what I'm talking about, you know. But he said that you must be born again. Born again. You see, we're born into this world naturally. If you're here, you were born naturally. Hi, glad that you're here. There's another kind of birth called spiritual birth. Can you say spiritual birth? And this essentially is entering into and receiving the very kind of life we were actually originally designed for. You were designed to live spiritually alive. In and by his presence in you. I want to tell you, if life is really, 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 really hard for you, and you don't know the Lord, join the club. You're not some special failure. Life without Jesus is super hard. Life with him can be difficult. Life without him is like impossible. And I know that because I tried. I tried to do life without him, and I tried it over and over and over again just to repeatedly land at the end of myself. Anybody else ever been there? 
You ever find yourself in those moments where you're completely hopeless? Well, I want to talk to anybody here this morning that feels hopeless. There is hope in him. Online fam, there is hope in him for real. And finding yourself in this hopeless place, honestly, is terrible and terrifying, but it's the best place you can be outside of knowing him because you're just one step away. Finding yourself in hopelessness makes you aware, I, I can't do it. And guess what? God knows that. You can't do it without him. You need to be born again. You need to be born in here so that you can live from here. And he can bring life to everything out here. But you can't do life out here without life in here. It's just death. This is what it means to be born again. And guess what? This is a free gift. For you, it's free. For Jesus, it wasn't. Jesus, because he loves you so much, and the Father, they, 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 they had a plan to redeem man. This is so beautiful. He says, you know what? I want relationship with you so much that I'm going to take upon myself, this is God speaking, I'm not God, hear that. <laughs> But he's saying, I'm going to take upon myself everything that's standing in the way between you and God. I'm going to take it upon myself once and for all time on this cross, not this literal cross, but on a cross, so that you can enter freely into relationship with me. How many of y'all think that sounds like good news? Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. We'll get there. How many of y'all think that sounds like good news? Maybe some of y'all need to be born again. That's good news, man. I've heard this news. Apparently not, if that's how you're listening. This is good news, man. God loves you more than you can fathom. And I mean it. And it'll change everything. Everything. Some of y'all might be like, yeah, 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 yeah. But you don't know me. You don't know what I've done. You don't know. You don't know. Well, again, I know me, I know the Apostle Paul, I know so many lives around me that have been set free radically. I mean, listen, like just murderers turn their lives, give them to the Lord, he sets them free. Rapists turn their lives, give them to the Lord, he sets them free and changes things. I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a person without hope. There's no such thing as a person without hope in him in him, in him. Why? Because in him we can be made a new creature. Can y'all say new creature? Old things pass away, all things become new. That's real talk. That's real talk. That's actually possible. And I want to tell every person I can about it. And I want you to be equipped to tell people about it. This is good news. So I'm either talking to you about it so we can share it with people or I'm telling you about it so you can receive it today. So what I want to do is I want to just lead you in a prayer that receives what Jesus did for you. And I would encourage you, again, if you think that your sin's getting in the way between you and him, he took it upon himself. And this is the scripture that came to mind here. It says this. 
So I'll just start reading from verse 16 of 2 Corinthians 5. Therefore, from now on, we recognize no one by the flesh. Even though we have known Christ by the flesh, yet now we know him in this way no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, this person is a new creation. Old things passed away. Behold, new things have come. Now all these things are from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Namely, that God was in Christ reconciling the world. Can you say the world? That's a wide term, ain't it? Reconciling the world to himself, not counting their wrongdoings against them. And he has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were making an appeal through us, we beg you on behalf of Christ. This is how much God loves you. He's willing to beg. That's what this says. We beg you on behalf of Christ. This is how much God loves you. He's not willing. He's not scared of looking a certain way. He says, I want you. Child, come back. Nothing standing in the way but your choice to receive me, what I've done for you, and live with me in your everyday life. So I want to lead us in a prayer. And in this prayer, we're going to be again giving ourselves to him, acknowledging that he took everything for us and that we can freely enter a relationship with him. And when we pray this, you know what? You know what? If this is resonating with anybody right now, and I'm okay if nobody stands up. I'm not scared of that. But if this is resonating with anybody right now, I just want you to take a step of faith and stand up. God bless you guys. Come on. And I just want you to pray this with me. And I want you to receive what he's done for you. Say this with me, say, Father God, I thank you for your love for me. I acknowledge I cannot do life on my own. I receive what Jesus Christ did for me on the cross. I enter in to my original design. I receive the Holy Spirit in me. I am made a new creature in Christ. I am reconciled to God himself. I call myself one of his children. In Jesus' awesome name. Amen. Come on, y'all. Let's celebrate the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We honor you. We love you. And if that was your first time praying that, I would encourage you, come say hi to me. Say hi to any, honestly, say hi to anybody in this house. Let them know what you did, you know. Um, but I would encourage you, I do tell people, listen, like just a couple of basic things you could do. First of all, start praying. Start praying. Talk to God. You don't need anybody to teach you how to talk to him. Just talk to him. 
But I don't sound fancy. Do I sound fancy? <laughs> I don't sound very fancy, man. Just talk to him. He wants to hear your voice. Open that thing called the Bible. If you don't have one, we want to give you one. Okay? Start reading it. It'll minister to your heart. I remember when it went from like just total French to real life. You lit up. You lit up to read. And I would also encourage you find a church. You're in a church. You're watching a church service. If you've been watching, maybe you've been hopping from house to house or watching for some season, come here. Come to this house. If it's at all possible, be with us in person. I've heard multiple people. I even heard somebody this last week saying, yo, listen, I was a little bit of, I, I, I was, it was a big step to even come in the first place. I watched online for a season, but then I came and it was so different. I want to encourage you. I'm so grateful that you're tuning in the way that you are. And I'm not shaming you, but I'm saying God wants you to connect with flesh and blood. We want to be able to lay hands on you and pray for you. We don't want you just to know us. We want to know you. And so I'd encourage you. And also here, please don't just sit on the sidelines. God's got giftings in you. You're born again to a purpose to radically shake this earth for him. I mean it. Woo. Amen. So that was, that was, that was a very long way of saying find a church. <laughs> We'd love to have you. <laughs> Well, we're taking communion, aren't we? <laughs> Woo! I'll tell you what. Well, hey. Here, so our, our, our thing around communion is we know a lot of people have um, rules around communion, and I can respect that. Um, but here, basically, the only rule is if you're a follower of Jesus. Okay? If you're a follower of Jesus, if you know the power of his blood has set you free, if you dine on him, receive him for your life, then you can participate with us in it, with us in this, and we'd be honored if you would do so. But when we take communion, we are remembering. Can you say remembering? Remembering what he did for us. Jesus Christ, again, I told you what he did. It's remembering that. And then it's reminding ourselves that we need his life. We need his blood. We can't do it without him. We dine on him. He is our sustenance. And so here's what we're going to do. Everybody follow Mark and follow Brian. You're going to come on up here. You're going to grab the elements here. There are, in each little cup here, there is two cups. On the bottom, there's a cracker. On the top, there is a juice. I'm almost positive the cracker is gluten-free. Hey, gluten-free cracker, and it is not wine, it is grape juice. Awesome. So follow the ushers. You're going to come on up here. You're going to get it, bring it back to your seat, and then we'll take it together. All right. Why don't we go ahead and hold up the cracker? God, we thank you for life. Again, we recognize that we weren't designed to do life on our own or be our own source of life. You are our sustenance. You are our life. We thank you that you gave your life, your body, on our behalf so that we could be the body of Christ. We thank you. We honor you. We rely fully on you. 
In Jesus' name, go ahead. Go ahead and hold up the cup with the juice. Jesus, thank, thank you for your blood. I thank you for forgiveness. I thank you that you have forgiven us and that you empower us to forgive others. We refuse to drink this embittered and taking for granted your forgiveness. And right now, I'm not asking your feelings to agree with this, people. But we're going to make a declaration of faith that anybody that we are holding unforgiveness against or that we have not forgiven, we're going to declare God's forgiveness over them and our forgiveness by extension. So, Father... Anybody we've been holding captive, anybody we haven't been extending the same love that you've given us, we thank you for your blood. We thank you for your forgiveness to us and through us. We release, we release, we release those who we've been holding captive. We forgive. We forgive. We forgive those who we've been holding anything against. Love does not take into account a wrong suffered. You are love. Your love is shed abroad in our hearts. We refuse to hold anything against anyone. Thank you for your blood washing us white as snow. In Jesus' name, go ahead. Well, praise the Lord. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to that message. We hope that it was a blessing to you. However you tuned in today, why don't you subscribe and maybe share with a friend. Yeah, and if you're in the area, we would love to have you join us in person Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., right here in Menominee, Wisconsin. Also, we would be honored if you would consider partnering with us financially to help make this all possible. And you can do that at wearelovechurch.com. These are great days to be alive. Thanks for tuning in today. God bless you. We love you. See ya.